0: This is the Retirement Coffee Talk podcast. A look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. And now, founder and CEO of Zinnia Wealth Management, Sharice Rivers, and co-host, Randy Cook. Hey, Sharice, how are you today?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing, Randy?
0: I'm good. I'm glad to hear you're doing good because... (laughs) You just recently did it again. Uh, She was on Fear Factor, folks, years ago, and she continues with the lifestyle, okay?
1: No, I do not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. So you participated in something called 29029. For those of you who have never heard about this, it's called Everesting. And so... (coughs) There's a guy, his name is Jesse Itzler. You may know him. He's a motivational speaker, great entrepreneur. He started Marquee Jets, sold that to NetJets. You've heard of them. You've heard of coconut water? Well, he was in on the ground floor of that, sold it to Coca-Cola. He is a part owner in the Atlanta Hawks. He's married to Sarah Blakely, who started Spanx. So the guy is pretty successful. And what he does is he goes around the country as a motivational speaker, and he's created this event where there's one in Utah and there's one in Vermont. And you go up this mountain, okay? And you go up as many times as it would take you to get to 29029, which is how high Mount Everest is. And in Utah, you would have to climb this mountain 13 times. So over 200 people did this a couple of weeks ago, and guess who was there with them? And guess who did it 13 times? Our own Sharice Rivers. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, so 29029 Everstein. It is literally, you are hiking up the mountain 13 times. It's 2.3 miles high. And it was steep. You know, before we went into this 36-hour endurance challenge, you know, they said, yeah, there's going to be a little steep and then it'll plateau and a little steep and a plateau the steepest never stopped. <laughs> so were I expected to get some rest time when I was walking, it didn't really happen. So you really had to uh, plug through it. But let me just kind of give you the the story behind it. You know, I get I get up there Everybody's really excited. There's 250 people there. Um, um, Just a little hair over half made it up this mountain. It's longer than like an Ironman race or the the, the longest marathon race. When it comes to endurance challenges, this is the cat's meow. If you want to get your butt handed to you, there you go. (laughs) Just so you know. I'm going to tell you this, uh, but you had to eat. They said you got to get like 300 calories in and, and 24 ounces of electrolytes. And so I think I had 13 peanut butter and jellies because the only thing I can get down when I was physically exhausted, I had 24 ounces of coconut water every time. Anybody f- familiar with those gummies that give you energy? I am so sick of gummies, those energy <laughs> gummies. Halfway through, you take like a half a pack of those gummies, and then you had this fuel for fire. I mean, you had to keep loading your body up. This is how hard this challenge was. And if you didn't do it every time you came down, you are not going to make it up the next one. And yeah. that is a true statement because I tried to test that. And, um And basically, we started Friday morning at 6 a.m., and I hiked with Alex. She's a a hiking buddy of mine. We did not expect to hike together, but she was my bunkmate because we we camped in tents, did some serious glamping. And we hiked from 6 a.m., to 1 a.m. the next morning, 19 god. hours straight. I did not take a lunch break, people, because I was trying to complete this challenge. My goal was just to finish it in 36 hours. We went to bed finally at like 2:30 in the morning, so we wanted to shower. And she wake wakes up like at three o'clock saying, Oh my god, I don't feel good. She was dehydrated, even all that we were drinking. And the next thing you know, I'm rushing her to the porta potties, and then, and then next thing you know, I have a, a panic attack. All of a sudden, my sports-induced bronchial asthma kicks in, which hasn't I haven't even had an issue with for 20 years. And so then the EMT says, you know, we can't go back on the mountain the next morning. And I said, I'm going anyways. And I had to prove myself to these paramedics that I was fine and I did get better. We just needed the air to warm up. It was really crisp and cold. And so I was the last one to be able to start. So I started at 10 a.m. in the morning. Alex already went at 8.30. And I had eight hours to complete this challenge. And I was nervous because I was scared that if I was gonna have another maybe panic attack or asthma attack, and I'm, but I was going anyways. And I knew I had 2.3 miles before I saw another parabet. <laughs> <laughs> so I was risking a lot there. And thank God somebody had a, um, an inhaler in case something did happen. But I went up. I just after the first one and then I said, OK, I'm coming back down. I went up. I came down. I was one of the last people to finish that race at 35 hours, 45 minutes. But I completed it and so did Alex. And wow. you know what? All I know is I, I put my chin down and I said, I'm going to do this. There's no turning back. And there's going to be a couple bumps in the If I have a hard time breathing, I have to slow down. If I, you know, flip over a rock, which happened, I got to keep going. And, and so no matter what, I was finishing this race because I told my clients I was going to, I told my kids, I am finishing this race, race no matter what. Even the parameds watched me and they were like calculating me all the way up this mountain, just making sure I was making it and coming back down safely. And so it was, um, you know, you had to really power through it. But it really tests you, you know, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. And then you just start gaining this confidence. And then at the, you know, once you get there, you're just like, I made it and I made it safely. It was empowering. There's a lot to learn from that. And a lot of people, you know, that are aligned with, you know, the the way I think we're there. And um, we are all just trying to help each other out. So it was really exciting.
0: It's really interesting to talk to the people who did this challenge. And a number of them said to me that as I was going up the mountain, I said, oh, there goes (laughs) Sharice. She blew past me. So they, they were very aware of your presence out there. But when you say one foot in front of the other, I heard that from more than one person because there apparently were like markers along the way. You're a half a mile from the top. You're a quarter mile from the top and that kind of thing. And they said that if I looked at those signs, I got depressed thinking that I have such a long way to go yet. So they they said I kept my head down, I looked at my feet, I watched the trail, and if I felt like looking up, I would turn around and I would look down the hill and say, "Look how far I've come. I know I can get it the rest of the way." And I thought that was very interesting because, you know, we talk about this show And retirement and we talk about financial goals and we talk about getting to retirement and through retirement. And here we are in this place where we're keeping our head down and we're working and we're putting money away and we wonder if we're ever going to get there. And I think that there's some parallels to be made there. Sharice, you probably felt some of that.
1: Yeah, I did. You know, like it's amazing the things you think of. You think of family and think of friends and then you start thinking of clients. And I was just like, man, you know what, Clients, they, you know, they. It's like one, one foot at a time, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard, you know, to know wh- wh- where the end is and what it looks like, and if we're ever going to make it there, because we have the market crash here, and we have, you know, oh, we don't want to run out of income here, or we just had an emergency here, and then my son needed money here, and 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 so I want to correlate this because. I want those folks to know if you, you put your, your, your head down, you, you put something on paper, and you just go, and you save, and you do the right thing, and you don't go buy that Ferrari that your neighbor did, but maybe go get the Honda, and you really push through it, you know, you're going to succeed, and you're going to get there, you know, it, you need a little help, you know, I had a lot of help on that mountain between Mer Parameds and other hikers, you know the advisors, we're your advisors. And, you know, we're going to help you along the way because it's going to get emotional. You know, we're going to cry. We're going to need extra money. And, um, I just wanted to finish. I wanted to get off my feet. And, (laughs) and I think that's what a lot of retirees want to do. They want to finish. They want to get off their feet. They want to start planning for retirement. Um, they want to start traveling. And, um, so I get it. So it was, it was funny. I started thinking about that on the mountain because I was just like, I get it, folks.
0: Thanks for listening to the retirement coffee talk podcast. or any other government agency, and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Charisse Rivers, NPN Insurance License Number eight seven one eight zero one one.